0: Scott and Paul show for... Wow, July 1st, 2019. Scott. No Dan. I'm shocked.
1: Well, it happens. But He's hey. a house sitter. <laughs>
0: yeah. But we got some input from Dan today, so that's good. Anyway, you know what also looks good... Witcher.
1: Yeah, that actually looks pretty good. We, um,
0: I think you and I were saying when we got the first pictures, they were doing the screenshot test, and people were complaining and crying, and the internet was being the internet about the Netflix series for The Witcher. Oh, this looks like crap. They ruined The Witcher. It's just a screenshot. Let's actually wait and see what this looks like when they're on set. Now they're on set. Well, uh, Henry Cavill actually looks damn good out there.
1: Yes, he does. The uh, it was the armor. Of some sort of soldier or something in the last screenshot there, I was having the meltdown about. I thought it looked like dog shit too, but this looks pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he looks like... Oh shit! He I looks... lose my cred. Get uh. I can't remember fucking Gerald. Yes, <laughs> I was like uh.
0: Yeah. See, that actually looks pretty threatening.
1: Yes, he looks pretty... He looks really good. Yes. Um. At a minimum, like, the costume design looks like Game of Thrones quality. I guess. It's pretty good. The weapon looks really good. Yes. Oh, and there's the butt shot. It looks really good.
0: Yeah. Um, so we got up. some pictures of Geralt, Unifer, and Siri. Well, just head socks of the girls. So, well, not really. I forgot about that. Way yeah, zoomed in too much on Unifer.
1: But, um... Eh. You sexist. The purple eyes look good. Green eyes. Yeah. So, uh... Well, the one, the blonde, she kind of... That almost looks like somebody LARPing. Siri? I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. And but the looks, other one looks really good.
0: I do like the design on of the hood. That looks cool.
1: Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. So,
0: did they give a date? We still don't have a date. So they probably have a lot of post-production to do on this thing. But we do have a tagline. The worst monsters are the ones we create. I don't like that. But we will see what Netflix has to offer. us.
1: Well, I mean, we did help create the Kardashians. I'm just saying. Man, <laughs> We're all responsible in some manner. <laughs>
0: but, so Netflix is going to give us that. And they are trying once again brings something to the screen that they've been working on for, what, 10, 20 years? Sandman. I don't give a damn about Sandman, but apparently everybody else does, especially if you're a girl. So, Sandman.
1: Well, I mean, it's a great series. But, I mean, like you said, it's been something that's been in development hell for God knows how long. I'm assuming since, what, like the late 90s? Yeah,
0: well, the last bit of news we have here is... More than three years after New Lines failed attempt to turn the graphic novel into a feature film, that was Gordon Levitt's deal, Netflix has signed what sources describe as a massive financial deal with Warner Brothers to adapt the best seller into a live action TV series sources familiar of the pack note it is the most expensive TV series that DC Entertainment has ever done well let's hope that they don't try to shoot this thing in North Carolina well, Yeah. We know what happened there North Carolina fucked them and then they sh- canceled Swamp Thing Swamp Thing
1: Well, here's the thing about Netflix. Like, people can complain about Netflix, and I mean, I kind of do too, but I mean, their original content or licensed content is usually really good. I mean, yeah, they've had a few that were just okay or not good at all, but most of it's good.
0: Netflix and Warner's has declined any comment. Its former deal, as a formal deal, has yet been closed. An episode count was not immediately available. Sources say Warners, which controls the IP, took Sandman TV pitch to multiple outlets, including corporate sibling HBO. The premium cable network did not make a play for the series, given the massive price tag attached and likely number of other big world shows in the works and Netflix snapped it up as the streamer continues to make an active play for massive IP that can be turned into subscriber-friendly franchises a la Amazon's Lord of the Rings and HBO's Game of Thrones. Since parting ways with Marvel, Netflix has aggressively pursued big-name IP like Magic the Gathering, The Chronicles of Nardia, etc., as the streamer courts new subscribers with exclusive takes on beloved franchises. So... Game of
1: Thrones is dead. Yeah, that went a lot of money that they were spending went out on that. The new
0: thing that they have that I I didn't give a crap about Game of Thrones, but they are having Watchmen that takes place after Watchmen ended.
1: What's this Amazon's Lord of the Rings? They are doing
0: the Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, and they're going <laughs> to be spending a shitload of money on it.
1: Another adaptation? Mm-hmm. Seems awful soonish. I'm not complaining, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, we covered it
0: last year sometime, but. They didn't no. really have a lot of n- news about it. Huh. No casting, huh. nothing. It's just, hey, guess what? We got we the rights to do, Lord of the Rings. Really? And here's the map. This is this is. going When did Return of the King cover. come
1: out? 2003? Oh, wow, man, it's been almost 20 years. Yeah, it's been almost 20 years, yeah. Well, for the first one, it probably has been 20 years, right? Since yeah, Fellowship I mean, came out?
0: Those are whatever three years or was, every two years? You're looking at at least... Well, I mean, Dad was still alive, so you're looking at over 11 years. So.
1: Yeah, the first Lord of the Rings was like 2000, 2001? So yeah, man, I mean, that's been like basically 20 years. It just seems super fresh.
0: Yeah, uh, Return of the King came out in two
1: thousand and three. I mean, I'm, again, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it again in another with other actors, and oh boy, that's going to be a, a tall order. Viggo Mortensen, yep. Orlando Bloom, John Rhys Davies. Those guys nailed those roles. Ian McKellen. There was not anybody miscast in that movie, in that series.
0: And everybody's going to compare that series. I mean, when you think of Lord of the Rings, you think of that film.
1: Well, the casting-wise... Yeah. The I mean, yeah, there was a lot of faults with, like, the Hobbit movies, but as far as the cast goes, there's nothing wrong with the cast. The cast in every Lord of the Rings or Hobbit film was great.
0: Yeah, Gollum. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh. That's yeah. probably going to be the biggest performance to try to overcome. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Yeah, gone. Uh Shmeagol. Yeah. Huh. I don't remember covering that, but, you know, that just kind of blows my mind. But, I mean, Uh, I guess time flies.
0: Everything just kind of blurs together.
1: Yeah, that'd be my early 20s, and I'm almost 40 now, so... Ugh, old age. Catching up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be...
0: That's their big thing. That's their next big push.
1: I'm cautiously optimistic. Maybe they'll go for a more literal translation or interpretation of the books. Not take so many liberties. I would say that they are. I don't even know who's doing it. Seems to me Return of the King was the one that took the most liberties. But I have to read the books again. It's been like 30 years since I read those. 25 years.
0: Well, they got the rights back in November 2017. It was part oh, of a no. $250 million no. deal.
1: I reread those books when the movies came out. So I've read them like three times each. So I read them in elementary school, I read them in high school, and then I read them when the movies come out.
0: Uh, Amazon has revealed that the series will set place during the three thousand four hundred and forty one year period before the events of the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, so they just cha- so Yeah, they have to. It's
1: the Silmarillion. Yeah, that's a, probably what they're using in the as JRR
0: Tolkien timeline. Is known as the Age of Neuromine, the Second Age.
1: Yeah, they have a. He's got a book called The Silmarillion.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty that good book.
1: Yeah. details the chronicles of, well, Middle Earth. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess a lot of my conjecture and speculation died out real quick. <laughs> Uh, right, the rise got- of
0: the big bad ring, as the Sauron formation, the last alliance of elves and men takes place to tell in of the second age. So,
1: ah, oh, so it's going to be like Elrond and
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of them. Cool. All right, so. that's all for TV, right? That's what it looks like. With the Jumanji trailer. The next level.
0: Well, there's one more for TV. Oh, my bad. Hello, Razor TV rights were secured. And it uh, produced... It producer Roy Lee and Ready Player One producer... Dan Farva, Farrah, yeah, Farrah, have positioned themselves to bring the small, well, Hellraiser to TV. Um, I have no idea who these people are. Lawrence Koopin and David Salzman and Eric Garnon. uh, They've controlled TV rights since the New World was sold in 1989. So uh, the attention is to use the mythology established in the movie franchise and the Clive Barker novel the Hellbound Heart as a launchpad for a new series that could be an anthology or a more traditional narrative. The producers are on the way in search of a writer slash showrunner before sending it up at a network or a streamer at a time when horror is performing strongly. The feature rights are separated, or separately controlled by Spyglass, which isn't part of this configuration. So, they have no idea what they're going to do with Hellraiser, but they want to bring it to TV in some form or fashion.
1: I mean, an anthology series would work. I mean, a narrative of it, either way would work, but an anthology would be a little different. I mean, I guess what's on TV, uh, Black Mirror is an anthology series. That's really good. Uh, but anyways, you know, Hellraiser, I don't really like the first two. Uh, three wasn't bad. but After hilarious. that, they just kind of all run together, and I know I haven't seen the last, at least the last one I haven't seen.
0: Well, there's ten Hellraiser films.
1: Okay, the last, like, four I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hellraiser's, I don't know, it's honestly, it's like one of my favorite horror concepts. Yeah. But execution has been lacking, in my opinion. I mean, like I said, 1 and 2 are pretty freaking good, but after that,
0: eh. Yeah, it just turns to cheap-ass horror.
1: Yeah, without the, like...
0: Well, Clive Barker's only... He has no... He does do shit with it, because it's not right.
1: him. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have, like... You know, a lot of franchises like Friday Freddy Chucky they kind of steered towards a little bit more humor after a few movies so I mean that kind of uh, Hellraiser that wouldn't work for one <laughs> but I don't know it's just its just the series hasn't lived up to the concept yeah well I mean well, the- even, even my favorite series are like that
0: Good thing. I mean, there is one good thing on here. You don't see David Goyer's name on here.
1: Or Rob Zombie. Yeah. So they can talk like rednecks and have abusive fathers. Yeah, and rape people. <laughs> and rape people. And make really terrible Agatha Crispy jokes. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see him take a shot at it, but I might have to see if uh, some of these other Hellraiser movies are available on... Streaming somewhere? You, I have like three would, streaming services. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. I might I, actually. What I'll do is I'll probably just IMDb it and see if any of them have anything higher than like a four, <laughs> <laughs> and then I might give anything with a four or higher a shot. Yeah.
0: Well, the trailer for Jumanji definitely has a, something higher than the four.
1: It's got the rock. It's all I need. Yeah. But, yeah, the Jumanji trailer was, I I thought it looked really good. And Kevin Hart definitely nails the Danny Glover. (laughs) The Rock kind of gets Danny DeVito, but it's it's fine because it's The Rock. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So it's a twist, you know. The, um... I mean, the the last Jumanji was better than the original by far. Like, even as a kid, I never really got too excited about Jumanji.
0: Uh, I hated Jumanji.
1: Like, I thought it was just, eh, it was okay. I've seen it like one and a half times. So, the only reason I even thought I might give the last Jumanji a shot was because of The Rock.
0: Yeah. That's just it. Funny how that so, happens.
1: Yeah, and it's like one of my favorite Rock movies. Rock looks good for a forty-seven-year-old man. Yeah, I mean Jack Black was funny, and and the other actors. I mean Kevin Hart's awesome, and I mean they were just. It was just. It's just a good movie.
0: Uh, One day I'll see it.
1: I mean, it's got a little bit of the Hollywood formula to it, but it's it's still pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well. Let's do these real quick. Scott, you got a bunch of stuff, right? A bunch of stuff. Yeah, you got a bunch of stuff floating around the house. Oh, man, I've got
1: all kinds of stuff floating around my house. Well... Not as much as this guy, but I've got a lot.
0: Everybody knows Lil' Nate. Well... Poor little Nate. WWE referee Charles Robertson Lil' Nate. Reportedly had $55,000 worth of prized memorabilia and wrestling collectibles stolen from a storage unit last month. Uh, Robertson, who is a hardcore collector of these items, had been stashing items for decades and noticed his unit broken into and his possessions were gone May 28th. Team Z notes that some of the items taken were ultra-rare, Evel Knievel Stunt Cycle Toys, collectible Chucky dolls, Friday 13th action figure, planning the apes, lunch boxes, and WWF keepsakes. One of the items, a jaw statue, valued at $2,400, ended up on eBay, but the sailor had taken down the post before he noticed. Robinson has filed a police report, but the culprits have yet tracked down. The store's company, unfortunately, was not able to catch... The act on their security cameras, and according to Robinson, didn't seem too concerned in helping him find the stolen goods. This, um, this hits oh. home because somebody broke into our storage unit the other day.
1: It's a Sideshow Collectibles Jaws statue. Yeah. 13 years old. Wow. Yeah. Sideshow Collectibles is not cheap.
0: Yeah, Sideshow Collectibles has some amazing stuff. And if you go down through this list, Team Z has the inventory of all the items that he has. He has some really good stuff that was just... Poor old Charles. He got raped.
1: Hellraiser Cube Blu-ray. 300 bucks. 20 years old. What? Blu-ray's 20 years old? Ah, this got to be a freaking...
0: Blu ray's been out for a while.
1: Not that long. Come on. <laughs> yeah. The Halloween 6 Michael Myers mask signed by George Wilbur. It's pretty cool. One signed by Nick Castle. That's really cool. It wasn't Nick Castle directed, and we were like, what the fuck? We were like impressed. I don't remember. It was something. Let's see. Well, this stuff's some, something called Trick or Treat Studios. I don't even know what that is. Uh, a Linda Blair one-to-one Exorcist bust
0: Blu-ray came out 13 years ago
1: okay it's probably just a typo yeah or it's like a VHS or DVD cube
0: Best DVD cube
1: let's see Texas Chainsaw Mask or Leatherface Mask signed by Gunner
0: yeah
1: got it at a convention NECA Figures 35th anniversary, oh, San Diego Comic-Con 2015 NECA figure, valued at $500. bucks. i would believe it. Some of those things go freaking outrageous. A Pennywise mask say, signed by Tim Curry. It's better than the Jaws statue. Sorry. Yeah. Rocky Horror Frank doll signed by Tim Curry. Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy <laughs> metal gloves signed by Robert England. Not only is this guy... <laughs> Like, collecting this shit? He's putting some work in.
0: Fangor Magazine issues number 1 through 343 plus special issues. Over 40 years. $5,000.
1: No shit. Yeah. Fangora is awesome, and he had all that stolen. You know, I know that the odds of you guys that stole this shit listening is pretty damn infinitesimal, but fuck you. Yeah. Drop some of that shit off my house. Damn.
0: Yeah, we'll make we'll make sure little Nate gets it back.
1: Now he's got some key issues of Cinefantastique, Star Wars, Planet of the Apes, Ray Harryhausen,
0: Count Dracula, six scale figure, five hundred dollars. Yeah. Planet of the board game seal. At 45 years old. So, yeah.
1: That's. that's uh... Oh my god. A WCW Galoob Lex Luger wrestling figure mint on card. Wow. Brand new seal. 100 bucks? Damn. An 84 Indiana Jones lunchbox. A Partridge Family. Lunchbox. It was 48 years old. Planet of the Apes, 45 years old. Jeez. Welcome back, Cotter Lunchbox. Thermos. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, welcome back. Jeez. Planet of the Apes, Cornelius Blow Mold Bank. 52 years. Planet of the Apes is so awesome. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, this guy got... Fucked.
0: Yeah. Where was this at again? This is I forgot
1: where it was at. I don't know what these dummies are. They live black and white alien from whatever distinctive dummies it is. Hundred and thirty bucks. The shocker, Dracula. Man, he's got all kind. Of, I'm about to look up these distinctive dummies.
0: I think this was in North Carolina. Of course. It's probably... Yeah, Charlotte. Fucking, it was in DC Charlotte.
1: probably stole this shit.
0: Yeah, he was in... This DC was in Charlotte. DC stole
1: it, the fun swamp thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was in
1: Charlotte, man. I was just through Charlotte like a month ago. Yeah, I was in proximity to all this cool Well, shit. you're
0: probably looking for that
1: Lex Luger Mint figure. I did come back with that exact figure. It's a strange, strange, strange coincidence. Yeah. No, yeah, Damn. Poor Nate, poor little Nate. Uh, I wonder if it was his entire collection or just some of it.
0: It has to be his entire collection, unless he got some at the house. But
1: you know, he's got some shit at his house.
0: The good shit at his house.
1: Five thousand dollars. You know what's crazy is he doesn't have like. Maybe it's because he works with him, but he doesn't have um signatures on this WWE memorabilia.
0: Some of it's signed.
1: Oh, was it? Maybe I just didn't catch it. Yeah.
0: i have to go back and look at it. Hold on. Where's the WWF shit at? At the bottom?
1: Yeah. Were you the one that shared the meme about who was in charge of wrestling, and is it 1999 again?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I know you shared that one with the movie, uh, marquee that showed all the films that were playing, and they were all sequels to 90s films. Yeah. Or like the same year films or something. Yeah. It's like we travel back in time. Yeah.
0: And that's that's kind of what the next story is about. Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman are back. Sports Illustrated first reported that Paul Heyman has been named Executive Director of Raw and Eric Bischoff have been named Executive Director of SmackDown. However, it was noted that both will report directly to Vince McMahon. That's the downside. WWE's article stated that Heyman and Bischoff will, quote, oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platform and lines of business. The creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. "End quote." God, that's fucking WWE doublespeak. Sports Illustrated reported that the executive director positions are full-time executive roles, and WWE has "quote" no plans at the time, at the current time, for this to be introduced. As part of a TV storyline. End quote. Bischoff being named for the executive director of SmackDown. Comes in advance of the show. Moving to Fox this October. Sports Illustrated said Bischoff will work directly for executives from Fox. Um, it's not in the little article here. But. Bischoff had some. He was. He's been setting up a documentary for Hogan on Netflix. And along with that, he had some personal appearances set up for... Just like conventions and things like that. But he's been slowly canceling those. That's why. Now we know why. Because he's doing this for WWE. So... He should hire
1: Vince Russo, I think, would be his next step. Oh, yeah, yeah. why should sign Hogan to an exclusive contract with a lot of creative control. <laughs> it's,
0: it's never bad to lose to the champ, brother. I mean, the only downside to this is fucking Vince is
1: still in control. Yeah, but maybe he'll be, like, hands off, you know? Well,
0: the XFL's coming back. So maybe Vince is now going to spend all of his time working on the XFL, getting it ready for next year. So hopefully he will just be... not give a fuck. I mean, he'll give a fuck, but he'll just be so busy trying to work with the XFL. This will not be his top priority right now.
1: Well... I hope XFL makes it because the NFL needs competition. Yeah. Even if even if it's a minor competition.
0: The last thing I read was that it's basically going to be like Triple H and... Uh, oh, fuck. I forgot what Triple H runs. <laughs> oh, shit. I was lost on my cred. I only had one hour of sleep well, in Florida. Vince's hands off there. It's it's all Hunter NXT NXT Yeah Yeah So if if you just let Heyman and Eric do their thing, they can run the show. Yeah. And putting Bischoff over at Fox is the best thing you can do because he knows TV. I mean, look what he did for TNT.
1: It's true. I really need to read that book one of these days. Did which, you ever read The Rise and Fall of WCW? Is that um, what it was called? Um, What was the name of that book? Is that right?
0: Which The one that Eric wrote or the one that... Uh, the newer one?
1: I think it's the newer one's what one I'm thinking of.
0: Oh, you're thinking the one that Alvarez wrote?
1: No. I should probably read both of them.
0: Yeah, I compare and contrast. Yeah. Yeah, Bischoff wrote a good book. You also need to read uh, Console Wars. That's a damn good book.
1: Yes, yeah, so I've got to get to that one.
0: Which leads us to some of our topics now. Because we are on to games. So, Scott, not a lot of game news, but I do want your opinion on something that we completely forgot to talk about at E3. What do you think think of the Avengers demo? Gameplay. Whatever. Avengers? Yeah.
1: Wow, they look generic.
0: All right. Good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We agree on something. Yeah. Yeah, not looking excited. Yeah.
0: I mean, when when we saw Spider-Man from Insomniac, I thought, oh, that looks good. Peter Parker looks stupid, but hey, it looks good. This uh, Avengers looks... Can you... Man, I would have waited at least another six months before you showed
1: this to me. It's not yeah. done. Um, like, I didn't like the character design on anybody.
0: Ultimate Alliance looks good.
1: Yeah, that looks good. But it's gonna be a big DLC mess. So
0: yeah, I um, I, th- I don't get these idiots who sit there. And say, I thought
1: it would be the MCU.
0: Why? What could you pop? Oh yeah, you're a fucking moron. That's why you thought that.
1: Yeah, because those faces cost lots of money.
0: And you, then you would be beholden to the MCU. <laughs> idiots.
1: Yeah, it's a video game. Just. This, this doesn't let, have to stick with it.
0: Let it be its own creation. I would rather them have their own universe and they can do whatever they want. <sighs> I hate game journalists sometimes.
1: Anyway. Those two words don't really go together very well. Oh, uh,
0: no. Jedi no. in Order. Full demo is out. Um,
1: what'd you think, Scott?
0: You saw a little bit more of it. Well,
1: I mean, it looks very promising. Um.
0: Very Metroid-y?
1: Yes, I mean, it's...
0: Me- it's well, let me rephrase that. Metroid Prime.
1: Yeah, Metroid Prime. The, um... For one, the lightsaber seems to be Right. It's going to be effective, which we touched on that last week. I think when we mentioned it, or the last time we talked, that might have been just me and you in no, private it was, conversation. It was, it was on, uh, on camera, yeah. It on on mic, mic. <laughs> yeah, but it was on you know, record. The droid. I like the droid. I like mm-hmm. the the art design. I mean, it's Star Wars. I mean, it just is what it is. But. You know, the only thing that's kinda holding me back on it as far as the overall package is I'm not a big fan of the voice actor. Like this dude's already a Jedi and he just sounds like a whiny bitch. It's just like shut up. But I mean gameplay wise it's Anakin there's yeah, but damn, like I hate I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but Anakin acted her Hayden Christensen acted better.
0: <laughs> you
1: well, know, it's I don't know. This guy's just not selling it for me. But but the gameplay looks very promising.
0: I think you need to blame the voice director, whoever he is. Because the guy is awesome on Gotham when he's playing the Joker. So it's no, whoever it's just, the voice director was.
1: Well, it's like, it's like Hayden Christensen. No, he's not fucking Robert De Niro or Marlon Brando. But he's a competent actor. He's just... The dialogue and the wooden acting and the, the say it like these old 30s serials stuff that come from George Lucas. Yeah, so it like, might be the same yeah. thing with this guy. Jimmy
0: Smith is an amazing actor. You put him with George Lucas, George Lucas is like,
1: Man, just look at me. Natalie Portman. Yeah, she, she freaking blows everybody away as far as accomplishments goes. I'm pretty sure. Is Liam Neeson one best actor? No, no you <laughs> and McGregor? No. No. Harrison fucking Ford? No. no. I'm pretty sure no. So, Natalie Portman? Wait a minute. I think so. <laughs> Did <laughs> she win it for Black Swan? Did she win it for Black Swan?
0: I don't know, but she was at least nominated.
1: It's my fucking reality. She won it for Black Swan. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver won it for Ripley in 1986. That's my reality. But, you know... Okay, so she didn't fucking win it. Whatever, she fucking blows everybody by all the water for the most part, except maybe like Harrison Ford and um. Uh, here goes my crad again. What the hell, is Peter she Cushing? Was... Peter Cushing. She has two kids.
0: Holy crap, she's old. yeah. Uh, she won two Oscars. Golden Globe, Screen Actors Guild Awards.
1: Yeah, she wasn't very good in Star Wars, though. That's the problem. Oh. She was actually terrible. Even, I mean, she was just terrible in Star Wars. Damn, she... I thought she was worse than Hayden Christensen Damn, in Star Wars.
0: That means she's expensive as fuck now. You wanted to cast oh, yeah. her.
1: But regardless, back to the game... The, the there's some platforming, there's shitty water effects, which is just... All water looks terrible. In bed, and he yeah. runs like shit. He looks yes, like shit when he runs. looks goofy as fuck. Until he uses the force, and then he looks fucking sweet.
0: Oh, he looks awesome when he runs. does it while running.
1: That's cool as so. hell. Yeah, and when he takes lightsabers and hits people with them. And they die in one hit. Yeah. Instead of fucking electronic ball bat bullshit. So, yeah, I mean... Battle I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Wow.
0: Yeah, cautiously optimistic. Man, they have till February—not February, November—to February, uh, November to get this shit all worked out. Um, I mean, we're still looking at alpha builds.
1: Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. So, animation is definitely probably not.
0: Yeah. Um. Straightened out yeah. Yeah, the facial animations, that's the very last thing they even work out. That's why it looks like shit when they speak. So. Uh, I mean, it, it looks better than Avengers. Fact is, I'm not paying for it when it comes out because it's part of my EA Origin premiere, whatever the hell it is I have. So, at least i am not have to pay for it. I mean, technically I'm paying for it, but I'm not paying for it individually. So, eh, that's good.
1: Yeah, I've, I've soft-broken my <laughs> EA ban from my house for Star Wars titles. I think you should just go to the
0: red box pick it up for the weekend.
1: That's true, too. We'll see. Yeah. I'll wait until I hear some trusted voices tell me What they thought of it, maybe.
0: I think I'm able to pick it up. See, man, when they do this crap, I have no idea how early I get it. I think I get it four days early or two days early. Remember when Anthem came out? It was that weird-ass... If you get the premium edition, you get it three days early, but if you get the ultra super early edition, you get it seven days early. Unless you did the pre-early, pre-back-ass early edition, then you get it seven hours early, plus an additional 17 hours early if you get the DLC super edition
1: early. What? You know what's fucking hilarious about this podcast? The most comedic thing you're going to say all night is, do you remember when Anthem came out? (laughs) Barely, and I'm not going to for much longer. And neither has anybody else.
0: <laughs> uh, how long before they just give up the fight?
1: It's time. Just just take that horse out and shoot it. Same thing. With it is lame.
0: Out. Did I don't remember. Are, did they say that they were going to just take that free-to-play?
1: Ah, uh, there's some sort of something, yes, in the works. I can't remember exactly what it was. We talked about it on the podcast, I think. I don't think The fuck played, was it?
0: I don't think we ever talked about
1: them taking that free-to-play. Free-ish, maybe. I can't remember what the hell it was.
0: I know. They should take it free-to-play. I yeah. still won't play it.
1: Cause. Well, I mean, it's cool if they tried something different. But in all reality, it looks like to me what they actually did was say, hey, you know what takes a lot of time and resources? Getting NPCs developed and ready. I got an idea. Let's just cut them.
0: But they're bringing them back in.
1: Yeah, because they got their asses freaking handed to them by everybody that played that game. See, they're being retroactive, not proactive. They should have known. Yes, it's a game about the apocalypse, but it, it can't be too empty. When one of the big hallmarks of your freaking series has been narrative and interaction with other characters. So. It's like.
0: They remember when you used to go into role playing servers and everybody created their own environment. And everybody had to role play in the, in the in the chat room. Sorry, it doesn't work that way.
1: No, this isn't fucking Runescape. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, just. People it's like to... taking the jumping out of Mario Brothers. It's one of the core parts of the game. You you gotta. You can't let it go.
0: Well. On to the main topic. I'm not sure how far we're going to take this. When did Odyssey come out? 2016, 2017? 2017. Well, we may go up to 2017. Game of the Year. At least today, we are going to go from 1985 to 1987. 1987. Um Is it safe to say that the game of the year for nineteen eighty five is Super Mario Brothers and we can just leave it like that?
1: Yeah, there's no point in jerking anybody around on this acting like we're gonna count down and not pick Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Super <laughs> Mario Brothers is your nineteen eighty five game of the fucking year.
0: Yep. Honorable mentions will go to Excite by Cogan's Alley and Duck Hunt. There.
1: Yeah, that I mean really, that just um this is, is
0: fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> just to kind of clarify what we're doing is we're kind of doing a similar similar but not the same as our best movies of the 80s series. And um we will get We're the, restricted this Nintendo just for the short term. Yeah, because one, yeah, 1989,
0: 1990 we will start getting hardcore.
1: There's just too much computer stuff to sift through and really the 80s computer games is not my strong point. That would be the 90s. I did
0: do I did hit all everything just to see what happens on like 1985 1999. Uh-huh. Holy shit, there's like 3000 games. <laughs> so.
1: Oh yeah, I just a minute ago just browsed through the Commodore 64 and it was like seven pages. It's like Jesus man. Yeah, now I, I mean there were some good games, but yeah, yeah. that you couldn't play on a Nintendo obviously, but Yeah, now
0: I see why Nintendo said, Nope, we're not doing this. We are going to say no to everything. You are allowed to publish five games and that's it. We do not want a bunch of bullshit on our system. I not wish they didn't I, have some. I wish they still did that. And then you would not have seven thousand games already on the
1: switch. Right. All right, so it was, what, Duck Hunt is pretty good. I mean, it's a light gun game, and it's everybody in the 80s talks about Duck Hunt. Like you said, Excite Byte is fucking awesome. and They just come out with a two-player version on the Switch. Um, Yes,
0: I think that came out in 86 in
1: Japan, Japan, or Famicom Disk Maybe System, I come think. Maybe it out
0: 85 as well, the Versus Edition. Yeah. H- Hogan's Alley was also really good.
1: Hogan's Alley was pretty good, yeah. Ice Climber's a good game. I don't think it's great. That- Kung Fu is a simple fun game. Again, I'd say it's good, not great.
0: Yeah. Ten yard fight, yeah. Hey, it is a football game. So if you tennis want is alright. Yeah, baseball was baseball.
1: Yeah. No big deal. Nothing major.
0: We didn't so really we get ch- a good baseball game until Later on we'll we'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah. So there you go, nineteen eighty five.
0: Super Mario Brothers, one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Hell of a way to start off a system. Nineteen eighty six. It's either gonna be Gradius or Ghosts and Goblins. I don't give a shit. I'm going with I'm going with Gradius. Fuck it, Gradius. Your game of the year, nineteen eighty six.
1: Ghost and Goblins is one of the hardest fucking games ever made and that loop to get to the true ending fuck you Capcom mm. <laughs> that's why you don't get to be number one today uh, Gradius is harder than Life Force I think um, uh, f- hell, did I type it on I
0: there? think My I did huh.
1: um, we gotta mention Howard the Duck on the Commodore 64 in 1986 there was the- Howard Duck <laughs> yeah, I just had to mention it. I just noticed it when I was browsing through the 1986 releases. It's like, fuck yeah, how are the ducks got a game? Uh, I will be looking that up here in a little bit. Um, oh, I know why I typed Duck Hunt, because it was a five-screw variant. Oh. We're using RF Generations database, which shows all that shit. I oh. did type Duck Hunt. 19, My mistake. 1942,
0: That's a great game
1: as well. Yeah. Uh... Urban Champion's solid. Donkey Kong 3 and Junior and all that, those are solid. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have the
0: good version of Donkey Kong on the Nintendo platform until... Was it this year or last year when they did the actual port? When did it come out on Switch? Was it this year?
1: Is it out on Switch? Yeah. I had the Wii Wii U version. I can't remember well it's the EU version just strictly the
0: it's it's just the uh, what you have right now on the okay. 19, he, not not fuck. the 1986 <laughs> version That's yes, that's what you got it was not the actual arcade version until the arcade archives oh okay that's right yeah so what when did that come out this year or last year uh this year i think no it was last year it was e3 <laughs> e3 last year
1: was it E3 last year? Yeah, it was. And time those, freaking flies. Whatever. It was one of
0: those surprise releases during the middle of um, Treehouse, just like the second day. Oh, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Guess what, motherfucker? Donkey Kong. You know the yeah. game that you never thought you would ever get because they have that weird ass copyright bullshit. Here you go, Donkey Kong. Yeah. But for some reason, I refuse to pay seven dollars because I can just get the ROM for free. But it's just so much easier for me to get it on Switch.
1: I mean, so there was only 24 games released. And at least one of those was a re-release with different... It's a variant and screw. So 23 unique games, I guess. Well, no, you had baseball. So Balloon Fight, Commando, the Donkey Kongs, Ghost of Goblins, Gradius. Those are good. Mock Rider's okay. No, I don't so, see tech team Wrestling sucks.
0: Nintendo being as hardcore as they were, I don't see why they would flood the market with more re releases.
1: I don't think they really did re releases. This is just the RF generation has. Because there's three screw and five screw Nintendo games. And they're just showing the variants. It wasn't really a re release. It's just in Duck Hunt's original run from 85 to oh. 87 or 88, whenever they quit making Duck Hunt cartridges. They went from a 3-screw... The yeah, they went from 3-screw to 5-screw. Oh, alright. Yeah, it's a, it's a collector thing for... Right. Some people have to have both versions. Nerds. Okay. So... the you know, I'd say Gradius is probably the best overall game out of that bunch. Isn't that on... Nintendo Switch Online?
0: Or whatever the fuck it is. NES Online.
1: Yeah, they got like a special edition, I think.
0: Yeah, that game's not very fun.
1: Yeah, the Rape Your Face edition. Yeah. Well, Gradius is hard. I mean it's, I think it's, it's hard. hard as shit. Yeah, I mean I and I like sh- shoot 'em ups and I can know death like life force and Gradius is some freaking work for me to beat. I
0: like Raiden like, better than Gradius, but I yeah. don't have it. Raiden Five was really good. Or yeah, Raiden V, whatever that. the hell the name of it is.
1: I gotta pick that up one of these days.
0: Yeah. Okay. On to 1987. This is when it starts getting a little bit fun. Um, pro Wrestling, Castlevania, Kid Icarus, Metroid, The Legend of Zelda, Double Dribble, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Gauntlet, Pac-Man, Spy Hunter, Mega Man, and Top Gun... An outrun for the Sega Master System. Now we're starting to get a little bit of Sega in there. So, I think we can start slowly eliminating some games. Spy Hunter, I will take that off. I will go with that one first.
1: That would have been my first pick. Alright. It's a solid game, but. The mechanics could use a little bit of work. Remember when
0: The Rock was going to play in the Spy Hunter film?
1: Yes, I remember being excited for that. Yes, I thought it was going to be badass. But it didn't happen. Um, I would say... I would have to cut Pac-Man. Okay, I guess this is like our movie series. Yeah, I mean... Pac-Man... Well, that's one of the first good home versions of Pac-Man, right? Well, the
0: 2600 was the first one, but...
1: Sucked. Yeah, that was a terrible fucking version.
0: Well, it was the... Um, Commodore was a really good one, wasn't it?
1: Mm, probably, but I'd have to look that one up. Uh,
0: I would say since but this yeah. is not the first Pac-Man, we can get rid of it.
1: Yeah, that's one of the, one of the better Pac-Man ports, but if I'm um. not mistaken. There was a Tension Pac-Man, and there was that Pac-Man. I... I can't remember which. I believe the Tengin
0: version is the unlicensed one.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Or it's the 88 version. Um. On this list, I'm going to get rid of... Well, okay. I kind of know what my top five is,
1: so let's get rid of Double Dribble. Um... I have outrun for the master system. It is really good. It is. Uh, it's, it's the fucking first, outrun. It's the f- really first real good port. Yeah. Um. Oh, I definitely would have to say, and it's it's a good game. It's just super common, but uh, Top Gun.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get rid of that one. I remember it had really good music too.
1: Yeah. It's. I mean, is it's a it's a solid solid game. It's just not top five material
0: um you know this series never did anything for me so kid icarus
1: yeah kid icarus is a is another one of those games that's solid but it's not i don't think it's great i mean the the jump mechanic is just a little stiff and if that was a little better i think i think it'd be a better game all right. So it's a hard ass game, at least I think it is. So it could be just maybe I suck at it, but whatever. Um, pro wrestling. Oh, man,
0: take the fucking easy
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the could again, it's it's a solid game. Controls kind of an issue.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take the next easy one. Gauntlet.
1: Yeah, it's another good game. Just, um, right. oh man, man, the internet is gonna fucking light on fire right now.
0: Okay, Scott, you are left with Castlevania, Metroid, The Legend of Zelda, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Mega Man, and Outrun for the Sega Master System. Scott, well, I know which to one. Light I it would up. Cut.
1: I'm about to light it up you're born in the 80s, you're going to be pissed at me, but I'm cutting Mega Man 1. Oh, man. It's a fucking really good game, yeah. but it was a first in the series, and it just kind of like... Uh, growing Pains. Growing Pains. Growing pains. There's another one on there I could have cut, too. Yeah, ooh, that would ooh, not Can have I the- take it back? Can I take it back? I'm taking it back. I'm cutting Metroid. Oh, mega Man's, i think mega man is a more overall complete game than metroid well, metroid's good but metroid is it's it's suffering more of the like we was talking about mega man it suffers more from that actually i think legend of zelda suffers from that a little bit in this first release but legend of zelda 2 is a total shit so ah oh, the fucking game is great what i love that Legend of Zelda it's is weird two, as shit it's fucking, um, yeah it's weird as shit but man it is a badass platformer like action I, combat it's just I fucking love that game
0: I have to say playing the side scrolling I liked and then it just goes to shit after that
1: but the overall map's a bitch yeah um okay so now I'm put him in
0: okay well number one is Mike Tyson's punch out
1: I agree. That's the funnest game on there, in my opinion. Now, just like when we talked oh. about movies, um, where we said, "Well, maybe something sticks to the to the three act structure better, or or goes along with the USC film school idea- ideology behind making film and all that stuff." Just, to me, it's kind of like that with um, these games. I think Castlevania's one is a almost a masterwork, but Mike Tyson's Punch Out is just fucking fun. It's just it's so good. Well, I mean, if you look at
0: the way it goes, Castlevania and Mike Tyson's Punch Out is kind of the same way. You're always you're building from nothing up to the top. The right. Same way. You're yeah. you're building little Mike up from nothing, all the way up to fighting. This monster. Same way with. Are you Simon? Are you Richter? You're Simon. 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 Yes. Richter's the uh, Castlevania three.
1: No, it's Trevor. Trevor.
0: When is Richter's
1: Richter? Castlevania X Rondo X. Blood? Yeah. All right,
0: I got my sket my uh, Castlevania all fucked up. Too many Castlevanias. All right.
1: Uh, I, I this looks say, good.
0: This looks good.
1: Yeah, this looks. I think this looks good the way it is. Tyson and some
0: people,
1: yeah, some people might spaz a little bit about Legend of Zelda, but that's again, if you if this was 1987 and you were 10 years old or 11 years old or fuck probably even 30 years old and you got Legend of Zelda, you're gonna start playing this game. And you're gonna wonder what the fuck's going on for the first hour or so. And then you're gonna start piecing a few things together, and it's will get really fun and really good. And then there's a couple of elements in that game that if you don't, that I don't know how one out of ten thousand people could have figured out that game on their own without like the tips that were printed in some of those like the remember the Nintendo trading cards, mm. and they had the bubble gum in them, and they had a little game tip in them, and they would tell you light the bush on fire. Or, and the, the bush on fire is the thing. Who the fuck's going to think, you know what, let's just go around trying to set all the trees on fire. All of them. Bullshit. You might think you could set a few on fire. But that's one of those games like Word of Mouth, which, god, this actually plays to this, I guess, plays to the strength of the game, is Word of Mouth got around about burning a fucking bush. And then people, everybody, you know, across the, the school playgrounds, yard. everybody's yeah. talking about the schoolyard. It, it grew from there. But, I, I'm 99% sure if you don't have a couple tips, that game is beyond most people just to find their way through unless they were to spend hundreds of hours just exploring. And at that time, who the fuck would think? man, I've got to just try every goddamn thing possible with every item and every situation in this game. Nobody did because it, it, it it's not readily apparent that you should be burning bushes. I guess maybe the bombing the walls would carry over to make you think you might burn some bushes but I, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's it's And that's and that's from a guy that thinks that games like damn near a nine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Castlevania 1 and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out are clearly nines. I think Legend of Zelda just suffers a little bit from being a little bit too obtuse. So, the way looking back looking, it may be a better game. The way
0: you're talking looks like I should move Legend of Zelda down to five. Because it sounds like it suffers from what-the-fuck phobia.
1: Yeah, if you're looking at it through the window of 1987. Now, if I were to sit down with, with a fucking guide to to get me past those two or three sticking points... Uh, and I love hard games, but I don't like obtuse games. There's a difference. Well, I don't want
0: to play 17 hours through a game and then I'm fucked. Mega Man, what? I don't have to do that. Outrun, I don't have to do that.
1: But Mega Man, you just fucked every four seconds.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you can learn the patterns in Mega Man. Zelda, yeah. you're just fucked. If I don't have yeah. the internet and I'm just playing it by myself,
1: I am fucked. Yeah, it, again, if you have never heard of Zelda and it's 1987, you're kind of fucked. There was a lot of people who probably didn't like that game back in the day because of that shit. And, I mean, like I said, playing it today, I would say I would probably choose it out of those five. But looking at it through the window of 1987, I think Mike Tyson's Punch Out in Castlevania are better games. And m- arguably Mega Man. But Mega Man suffers a little bit from that first game issues. But it's like Metroid, it was very unbalanced, you know, and that's why it dropped off the list. Nelson. But Zelda, I think, was a more complete game. So Legend of Zelda, fan, fucking, fantastic, all time great game. Again, the narrow lens of 1987. Being, if if I had been playing that, I would have been six and a half years old. Fuck, Legend of Zelda in 1987. Mm. <laughs> when I was 12, 13, maybe a little different perspective. And that's all I'm saying. I, I I think that it may be the best all-round game of the year with 30 years hindsight.
0: I still love Tyson's punch out. People still. Mike get- Tyson's punch out. People still get nostalgic. When, as soon as you bring up Tyson's Punch out, people still mm-hmm. just,
1: oh, Tyson!
0: I never, I never beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Outrun is just a simple, super fun race game. Yeah. So. And I've actually played that one. <laughs> yeah. 1988.
0: This is our last one. Adventure Island. Base is loaded. Bionic Commando. Blades of Steel, Blaster Master, Castlevania two Simon's Quest, <laughs> Contra, Double Dragon, the NES or the Master System, there's some slight difference, Metal Gear, Paperboy, RBI Baseball, RC Pro-Am, Rambo, Super Mario Brothers 2, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, Miyamoto was fucking busy, but and a fantasy star okay
1: well good lord 1988 is it's this
0: stacked we're starting to get busy here 88 89 90 this is I hope Dan comes back next week
1: yeah yeah that third third uh perspective would be nice on this one yeah um well, I cut the last one. Also, there's no, also you... there's no boobs,
0: so it's going to be rough for Dan.
1: You said that, and I immediately started scanning the game. But Double Dragon's got a big rack in it.
0: Also, it's got panties in it if you play the arcade version. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Slugs her in the gut, and she gets knocked over, and you see her panties.
1: It yep. also
0: has a trans uh, in it as well.
1: Well, that's pretty forward-thinking.
0: Yeah, Let's Poison see. is a trans. No shit? Yeah, you didn't know that? Poison is a tranny. She's a tranny.
1: In double dragon? Yes! I don't think tranny's a proper term anymore. Oh. She's her... Ma- uh, her Whatever her the fuck she is, he, she... Yeah. Damn. Yes. I didn't know Poison was... Yes, she is a... Um... She crossed her streams. Yes, she I mean, crossed I don't the know what... streams. Uh, cool. All right. Yes. Didn't know that. Thought she yes. had broad shoulders. Yes. Okay. Well, so, we derailed this fucking topic.
0: Um, RC program. Let's drop that.
1: Yeah, I could get with RC program. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm gonna say. Rambo. Mm. Alright. Solid solid game. Solid game. Yeah. You, uh, would you do some like brick breaking with your skull at one point. Yeah.
0: Like um Marvel style. Yeah um well. Ew. Okay, this is not gonna make people happy, but I'm gonna get rid of Fantasy Star it's not the yeah. it's not the fantasy star that would come later, but it was the it was the grounds
1: it's,
0: it's not fuck fancy star
1: yeah i mean it, i've I've dinked around with it on an yeah. emulator before you know i mean it's yeah. I'm sure it's good if you stick to it, but I just wasn't ready to start that kind of game yeah
0: it's turn based and that's not what it became later on. it became action so
1: you had to start somewhere. Um, I'm going to say. Ooh, we got two baseball games. We got two good ones, too. But I'm going to say Cut Bases Loaded.
0: Bases Loaded was the first baseball game I played.
1: No, baseball was the first one. But (laughs)
0: Bases Loaded
1: is a really good game. Yep. And just like NHL 94, everybody still talks about RBI baseball.
0: RBI baseball was a fantastic game.
1: Yep. I played... Now, I played a lot of bases loaded uh, two and three. Uh, I only played a little bit of the first one, but I played a shit ton of RBI baseball. Mm -hmm.
0: And then when they brought it back, it was a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, I heard that.
0: I was so looking forward to it, and then it ended up being shit
1: um oh boy oh boy oh boy no this was tight to begin with minus maybe fantasy star it's even tighter now um blaster master whoa kinda surprised that's a tough (laughs) fucking game
0: it's really this game's really good now. Yeah, the newer ones.
1: Yeah, they're really good too. Yeah. Um. I would cut Paperboy. Yeah, fuck that game. I never did good in that game. I I played the freaking shit out of that game. Oh, I, I think control controls an time. issue. Yeah. Sorry, that game has shit control.
0: I never played the arcade version, but.
1: Nah, I think I actually stumbled across it at some point in my life.
0: Um, do, 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 do. Shit, 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 shit. Well, we got a top ten, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Bionic Commando. Holy shit.
1: Holy shit, Paul. Fuck off, I gotta cut this shit down to five somehow. Damn, I thought that was a lock for top five. Uh, Compared to what wow. we have here?
0: Violent <laughs> Commando is not better than Metal Gear.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, but whatever. Um, really? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Metal Gear, I think I think the original is pretty overrated. Uh, Solid, not I great. I don't know
0: what the big boss says. But,
1: but, but I will say this. It's got Michael Bean on the cover, so it should be the game of the year. Yeah. Um I yeah, probably ought to back sue Konami for fucking <laughs> royalties. Um I mean buried Alien Three. Let's see, Blades of Steel.
0: Oh the one of the best hockey games of all time, you're getting rid of that.
1: Yep. Oh, all right. Out of the two sports titles that's left, I'd have to go with RBI baseball. Oh,
0: well, Super Mario Brothers
1: Two. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta drop that shit.
0: I mean, it's not even a real Super Mario Brothers Two.
1: It's a great game. <laughs> it's
0: fucking Doki Doki Panic. But yeah, and remember, America, America got pissy because, like, when they gave them the lost levels, which is the real Super Mario Brothers, they said, "Fuck, it's this is the exact same shit you gave us last time. We want something different." So they looked for another game, and one that was closest to being done is Doki Doki Panic. And they said, "Give us that one and reskin everybody to be fucking Mario Brothers." Yeah, that's, that's why you got Super Mario Brothers Two. That's why everything looks fucking different.
1: It's a, it is a really freaking good game, if you can overlook that. And that's been my always been my sticking point. Once I found out that story, like. Everybody growing up was like, you know, Mario 2 is good, but it's just so different, you know? And then you find out what the real story is, and it's just like, it sours the flavor even more. Like, it is a really good freaking game, though. It's just not... It wasn't designed to be a Mario game. So that's the only reason it's getting cut on this list. Uh... Out of what's left, fuck. We've got Adventure Island, Castlevania 2, Contra, Double Dragon, Metal Gear, RBI, Baseball, and Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. I say... Castlevania 2. Yep.
0: Yeah, that game is no good.
1: That game is... Well, it's like I said. I completed that game. but it, The concept is amazing. Yeah. Poorly executed. And it suffers from kind of that Zelda issue of if you didn't catch a tip or something somewhere, the fuck if you're going to figure some of this shit out. I mean, who the fuck thinks I should just kneel here for seven seconds or five seconds, where the fuck it is, and this lake's going to drain itself.
0: They were saying on IGN that they tried to use a wiki to beat Zelda 2.
1: Uh-huh. They couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I think it was like 2015 or 2016. I sat down and was like, "Zelda Two is my bitch. It's happening," and I was like, "Like my family missed me while I mastered that game. Like I, I, I to in the past four or five years since that's happened, I have not committed to playing game near as much as I did beating Zelda Two because I was like, I'm going to beat this game just because it's Zelda, and and it's actually when I fell in love with it." because I realized just how deep the combat is and how once you get leveled up and so many options and so many different ways of approaching stuff and a game is hard as fuck, but yeah, Zelda two, I think is a fucking great game, but in the, in the narrow window of 1988, fuck that game. Cause I remember renting it and I was like, what is this piece of shit?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Adventure Island, that's one of the first games I ran in with my own money. Um, I'd say we got Adventure Island, Contra, Double Dragon, Metal Metal Gear, Gear, RBI RBI, RBI Baseball, and Zelda 2. And it's my pick.
0: Uh, Let me see what's the last one eliminated. Uh, Nope, my pick. Oh, your pick. Because you did Castlevania. Oh, so after all that talk, I'm getting rid of Zelda.
1: Bye, Zelda. I
0: because island be but whatever well we we already got a Zelda yeah that's true, and Zelda two is no Zelda one no, and it's so fucked up,
1: actually mm,
0: I don't know do we have a well we don't have a, yeah it doesn't really matter
1: I'd Zelda- say the general consensus. Double Would
0: Dragon be... is a platformer. Uh, is, uh, beat him up. And it's just a fucking arcade game. Yeah. Contra's a fucking arcade game. We have two fucking arcade games in there. At least Zelda's... Zelda is trying something different.
1: Uh, at least Contra fucking went way improved over the arcade versions. Yeah.
0: I think I might get rid of Double way Dragon. Way
1: improved. Now, are you talking about NES Double Dragon?
0: Master was system. One player
1: bullshit or Master System Double Dragon with its two players and superior audio. Master System. Yeah, I I would. Well, I, NES had better audio, but
0: the Master System had better or,
1: graphics. Yeah, better graphics and and.
0: The uh, <laughs> <Of course>, NES
1: <laughs> had that. What is it? The um, the versus mode.
0: Yeah, the versus mode.
1: So I mean, it did a little bit different. The Master System's more faithful. Um if I had to pick one, I'd pick the Master System version. Um Yeah, I mean I would say then we Double still Dragon there. One is good. Don't get me wrong. I've just played so many versions of Double Dragon. I played Double Dragon Two recently. Fuck that game. Um That's the one I've played the most of. I love that game.
0: I played the most of Double Dragon One. So Well, game of the year's contra. Fuck that. We already know that.
1: Yeah, there's no no doubting that. Yeah. I mean you got fucking Arnold Stallone and Michael Bean on fucking covers. <laughs> <laughs> you got like Arnold's head or Arnold's two poses from Arnold from Predator. And a Stallone-looking head on one of them and a sort of, kind of, Schwarzenegger head on the other. And then straight-up muck-fucking-bean on Metal Gear. Yeah. And you got Danny DeVito, 16, on Adventure Island. <laughs> 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 or Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um...
0: Number two?
1: Oh, I'd say fucking RBI Baseball. Since you cut Zelda
0: (laughs) Yeah Blame me (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll put Adventure Island last
1: Yeah Adventure Island Actually it's kind of funny that we did this And we're talking about it Because Adventure Island is my current NES game I'm trying to work on I'm under the impression it's not as difficult to say Ninja Gaiden or Zelda 2. I'm just having a hell of a time getting through it.
0: Probably gotta get in the groove again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get to play a whole lot.
0: So, nineteen eighty eight Contra, RBI Baseball, Double Dragon for the Master System, Metal Gear, and Adventure Island.
1: Man, the Master System snuck in here. Just snuck right in. It's kind of like the Switch. There's some gems out there. Yeah, there's definitely some, yeah. I, you know, really the Master System port, now I'd have to play them again, but I'm pretty sure the Master System port is superior to the um, Genesis port as far as gameplay, but I'd have to play it again. I remember reading the Genesis version and being straight pissed. Of Double Dragon. Double Dragon? Yeah. But I enjoyed the Master System and the NES versions. Do you have any Arcade Archive games? I do, but I couldn't tell you which one it is. I got off the top of my head. I got one. I'm trying to think which one it was I bought.
0: Because I know they're on everything.
1: Oh, I've got Super Mario Brothers.
0: Just Mario Brothers, the the versus bullshit?
1: No, no, no. There's there's an Arcade Archives. Super Mario, right?
0: No, no. Um, Just the Mario. It's that clock? versus
1: crap. I'm thinking of the NES, the Switch Online service. Yeah, I've got Mario on that. I is mean, Lost? Like... Is Lost Levels? Arcade no. Archives? No. I know I've got one. I'd have to dig my Switch out there.
0: It would have to be like Double Dragon or Shinobi, Co- Contra, things like that.
1: I don't remember which one I bought.
0: It's on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. They, they make them for everything.
1: Yeah. Well, they got that Contra collection. I'd like to have it. I'm waiting to see if it's going to be physical or not.
0: Actually, I don't think they did Contra.
1: Contra's the same thing. That's Konami. It's not Arcade Archives. Right? Yeah, that's right. Right. Right, they did
0: Double Dragon, but that was... um.
1: Who did Double Dragon? I don't remember. Isn't it like Hamster or some weird name like that? That's been Te- doing all this stuff.
0: Technos Japan. They did it. And now it's being done by Atlas and Arc System Works. But Technos Japan originally did it. Alright. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah
1: Contra's Contra's a clear winner Metal Gear is is a good expansive game I just I don't know
0: am not a fan of the control yeah well well if you want we can change that out to Zelda on the condition that you actually shoot dogs in the game
1: Oh, I said, it's true. You, you can punch them, can't you?
0: You can punch them, you can kick them, you can shoot them.
1: Oh, man, there's a shit ton of arcade archives games.
0: Yeah, there's a total shit Holy uh, shit. They're on everything.
1: Yeah. Does it have Aero Fighters? That's what it is. I've got arrow fighters. Aero Fighters. Fighters. That's the arcade. That's Neo Geo. Yeah, this a Neo I Geo anything.
0: system is a Switch.
1: I don't think I have NES. I might have versus Super Mario Brothers. Maybe that's what I got. Yeah, it's I don't remember. Not.
0: That's, that's the only they got. They, they did the original Punch Out as well with the wire frame. Yeah, yeah, that was always
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Metal Gear and Zelda. That's your call. I'd say a general consensus would probably go with Metal Gear.
0: Yeah, it started it your, off.
1: Your average, your average NES guy would probably go with Metal Gear. I I beat that game back in the day. Me and my friends, we sit around and played that till we got through it. Yeah, um, it was one of those group things. Yeah, we beat that. Me and
0: two other guys beat that. That's the only Metal Gear I ever beat.
1: I beat the one for PlayStation Two. Oh
0: yeah, did we beat? I think I beat that with um. Was it PlayStation One? I think either I beat that or me and. Somebody else.
1: Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid on um, PS One. Me and one of my friends named Brian. We actually the same one that I beat. The Nintendo went on with when we were teenagers. We beat Metal Gear Solid together. I think I may have, turns.
0: Yeah, I think I may have beat Metal Gear Solid by myself. So may I beat two of them? And that was it because then it went freaking crazy.
1: Yeah, it was hard to to finish. Um, the PS2 one, because I'm sorry, but Raiden just never appealed to me. I wanted to play as fucking Solid Snake.
0: Oh, I wanted yeah. to play
1: as my Michael Bean surrogate and you bastards stole it from me.
0: That's right, because I never got a PlayStation 2. That's that's one reason why it makes it difficult for me to actually be the <laughs> Metal Gear game. Yeah, right. uh, Scott and Paul Show. Um, Scottpaulshow at gmail.com. And Twitter, Scott Paul... Show, or what are you, Scott v Paul, or Scott versus Paul?
1: Scott v Paul. Scott v
0: Paul. On the Twitter. So, that's it. Um,
1: Scott, what are you playing? This adventure, adventure island.
0: That's it. That's <laughs> everything you playing?
1: Uh, Mega Man X Four on my Vita, which is a PS One classic, and. Uh, X-Wing, um, the miniatures game, board game. Mm-hmm. Tactical Flight board game with all the, the models. That's that's the stuff I've been playing. Yeah.
0: I'm finishing up Quantum Break right now. The game's really good. I think you are like it. Yeah. The only problem is you have to download about 70 gigs of video if you want to
1: do it. So. I started... DSX that was ported to the Wii U and is really good, but I just haven't got back to it because of this Adventure Island kick I'm on. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Anybody out there, if you have um, Game Pass, just try it out. Also, they're still running that program, so you can get Game Pass for one dollar. It's actually pretty well worth it. What they do is they stack all your months that you already have, all your services. So, it's, in order to make it a little bit easier on math, say you have 10 months of Xbox Gold right now, and you have 10 months of Pass as well. So they just convert everything over to Ultimate right now, so you don't have to make another payment for 20 months. And there you go, you got ultimate for 20 months. So that's what they're doing right now. So you're paid up for the next 20 months, and you already have ultimate. So this convert everything over, and then your next payment is in 15, is in 20 months for 15 dollars. So you're good to go. That's what they're doing right now. So, my next payment is in 10 months. Is it not? Yeah, 10 months. So, my next payment is in June of next year.
1: Well, that's, that's pretty cool of them to do that. Actually, it's
0: July. June or July of next year. So, I had a little bit more time left over. So, it's actually 12. So that's why you see some people on there saying that they don't have to pay until like 2021 because it stacks up to 36 months. So I would recommend that you go ahead and buy as much gold as you can and then take them up on that offer. All right, Scott, we are going to say goodbye now. Goodbye now. Boom.